It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Carl Elmir along the left wing board. Sends it up to the point for a one-timer on goal save. Made a rebound. Trickles into the slot. Iverson feeds Elmir once, twice. And Christopoulos got a both Iverson turnaround shot. Save, rebound, score! Carl Elmir hops on a rebound right in front. And the Fuel lead it one to nothing. Carl Elmir scores to get the Fuel going on New Year's Eve. The first outdoor goal scored in Indy Fuel history. Unfortunately, Indy was unable to come away with a victory in that game, but that was a special night and a special atmosphere at Toledo's fifth third field for the Winterfest game in front of over 10,000 fans. The Indy Fuel got an opportunity to play outside and despite the result was a really, really special evening. Welcome to the Under the Hood podcast. I am Andrew Smith, the voice of the Indy Fuel. We're heading into a busy stretch of games for the Fuel, especially games at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, as Indy has five home games slated for the next three weekends, including four in each of the next two, including some big, big promotional nights and some of the really special nights that we have throughout the year. We've got Hockey Fights Cancer Night coming up on Saturday, January 15th when the Iowa Heartlanders come to town. The following Saturday will be Blackhawks Night at 7.05 p.m. for the game against the Kalamazoo Wings. Also a Sunday afternoon game on the 16th, a Friday night game on the 21st, and another Friday night game, Throwback Night, on January 28th against the Toledo Walleyes. So lots of opportunities to see the Indy Fuel coming up and lots of great promotional nights coming up as well. We're glad you've joined us on this edition of Under the Hood. Later on in the program, we will have interviews with a couple of the Fuel's key players. Alternate captain Seamus Malone will be one, and then we'll also hear from forward Jan Mondot, who has really been on a tear for this Fuel team since coming over from the Czech Republic in early December. As we hit the second week of January, the Fuel are playing some pretty good hockey. They have won three consecutive games to open 2022. And as far as games played under a roof, they are 4-0-1 in their last five games, four of which have been at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. The Fuel also had a big road win on Saturday night in Wheeling. And we're seeing a lot of really good performances from a lot of different players Right now, Seamus Malone has a three-game scoring streak going with four points in those three games. And in his last eight games, he has seven goals and four assists. So 11 points in an eight-game stretch for Seamus Malone. Jan Mondot's been playing great since joining the Fuel. He's got 14 points in 11 games. And Spencer Watson has been on a tear of late as well. He has 10 goals and an assist in his last 11 game scoring points in at least nine of those 11. So we're seeing a lot of different contributions from a lot of different players. And C.J. Ike as well enters the weekend with a five-game scoring streak. The Fuel doing this despite currently, as we record this, having 12 players in the American Hockey League, seven of them, AHL or NHL contracted players that have been with the Fuel on either a Rockford Icehogs or Chicago Blackhawks contract, but currently five players as well, ECHL contracted guys, 
that are in the American Hockey League on professional tryout offers. Tommy Apap going up to the Milwaukee Admirals before Christmas. But since Christmas, we've seen just recently Keone Teixeira called up to the Manitoba Moose. Mike Lee signs a PTO with Rockford Icehawks. You've got Brent Gates currently with the San Diego Gulls. Also, Michael Lackey with the Chicago Wolves got his first AHL victory on Saturday night. So we're seeing a lot of guys in the AHL, but the fuel still plugging away and piling up the points right now. And hopefully that's something we'll continue to see as January unfolds. And a lot of opportunities here on home ice. They've got the next four at home after a Friday, January 14th trip to Fort Wayne. And then they will be back at home on Friday the 28th and then again on Wednesday, February 2nd before hitting the road a little bit in early February. And then they'll be back at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum a lot at the end of February. So it's really an opportunity for the fuel to start making a move in the standings. And right now, they are within five points of a playoff spot, and they have made up significant ground here in recent weeks. And last weekend was a weekend where they made up a lot of ground. On Friday night, the Wheeling Nailers came into the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, and Wheeling entered the weekend in that fourth and final playoff spot in the Central Division, but they were eight points ahead of the fuel. They left the weekend just four points ahead as Indy swept the Nailers five to one on Friday and then five to two on Saturday and Friday night. Things got going quickly. Jan Mondot scores just 23 seconds into the game. He is able to work its way out to center. Mondot across the wheeling line up the left side. Malone into the circle. Throws one right through the crease looking for the backdoor feed to Craighead and it just didn't connect. Craighead into the slot. Mondot shoots and scores! 23 seconds into the game. Jan Mondot gives the fuel a one to nothing lead on some good work in the offensive zone between Mondot, Craighead, and Malone. The initial backdoor attempt didn't connect, but the fuel maintained possession and Mondot. Open in the slot, and he rips one under the bar and the fuel with a quick one to nothing lead. It remained a one to nothing game until late in the second period. CJ Ike actually had a goal disallowed a couple minutes prior, but the fuel brought the puck in on an odd man rush. Wheeling goaltender Stefanos Lekas made a sprawling save, but didn't cover the puck, and then a rugby scrum resulted in the crease guys flailing fuel players trying to poke it in wheeling players trying to keep it out one of the nailers covered the puck with his hand in the crease that's an automatic penalty shot and this happened it is a penalty shot for the fuel for delay of game closing the hand on the puck in the crease it will be taken by Jared Thomas across the line. Takes a slap shot and scores! Jared Thomas with a penalty shot gives the fuel a 2-0 lead. Thomas just wound up and beat Lekas high on the blocker side. Denied a goal in the second period, C.J. Ike 
made it a three to nothing game in the third. And it didn't connect, but here comes Block, left circle, takes it to goal, tries to drop it off. Here's a shot to goal! A bit of a broken play, but CJ Ike had one waved off earlier, but this one is gonna count. CJ Ike extends his scoring streak to four games, and the Fuel extend their lead to three to nothing. Some really good work from Griff Jeska and Andrew Ballant on that goal. It was Ballant's first ECHL point. Jeska would later score a shorthanded empty netter, and Mondot would add his second goal of the game to give the Fuel a 5-1 to victory over Wheeling. And then on Saturday night, the Fuel followed with a 5-2 to victory, falling behind 1-0 to and 2-1, to but Carl Elmir scores in the power play, and C.J. Ike scores late in the second to knot the game up at 2, going into the third when Darian Craighead, Seamus Malone, and then Spencer Watson added a late empty netter, tallying three goals in the third period to set up a 5-2 to victory for the fuel and so Indy moving up the standings in the central division and now another big weekend coming up with a trip to Fort Wayne on Friday night and then the Iowa Heartlanders in town for a pair of games Saturday night hockey fights cancer night and then on Sunday as the fuel will take on Iowa as well for a family fun day that'll also be kids club takeover day at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. One more piece of fuel news. Congratulations to defenseman Mike Lee, who was selected to the ECHL All-Star team and has the opportunity to participate in the ECHL All-Star Classic, which will be Monday in Jacksonville. A team of ECHL All-Stars will face the Jacksonville Icemen. It's a fun format, and uh, there's a representative from each ECHL team on the All-Star team. Now, right now, Mike Lee is currently in the American Hockey League with Rockford Icehogs, so we don't know if he will be able to play or if the Fuel will be allowed to send a replacement if he is not reassigned to the ECHL between now and the date of the game on Monday. That game will be televised on NHL Network, and we're looking forward to that Always a great showcase for the league as well. And, of course, we remember when Indy hosted the All-Star Game a few years ago. And uh, looking forward to seeing Mike Lee hopefully participate in the All-Star Game on Monday. But a tremendous honor for Mike. Across Thomas Woodtimer on goal. War makes the save. Rebound loose in the crease. And Seamus Malone punches it home. The Fuel score and lead it 3 to nothing. Here's a feed to Seamus Malone. He has a breakaway. He scores! That is the handiwork of our first guest, Seamus Malone, who has six goals and three assists in his last eight games and has been playing some really good hockey. Seamus is a second-year member of the Fuel, a third-year pro out of the University of Wisconsin. We really didn't get a chance to see what he could do last year as much because... He was sidelined with a slew of injuries, but he has really come into his own, especially here in the last couple of weeks, as he has six goals and three assists in his last eight games, and he's really doing some great things on the power play and on special teams. He has five power play goals and a shorthanded goal this season. Six of his nine goals have come on special teams this year. He leads the fuel with those five power play goals. Here's our conversation with Indy Fuel forward Seamus Malone. 
How special is it for you and your teammates to have the opportunity to play in an outdoor game and kind of get to enjoy this uh, this spectacle and the, this opportunity here? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's incredible. For uh, most of us, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I think only a handful of guys have played in them. Um, yeah, it's super cool. Um, the pictures from last week look really cool, and uh, we're excited to get out there and, and compete. Well, and... I know you've just missed playing in a, a couple, maybe with the Badgers. I think they played a couple of outdoor games right before you got to Wisconsin. So is this really just a neat opportunity for you? Yeah, super cool. I know, yeah, they, it was, I did miss it, um, just barely, but, um, we got to play at the United Center and stuff, which is also cool. But, uh, yeah, never played an outdoor game. I'm really excited. Uh, see how, see how the weather fares. Hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully the ice is good, but, um, yeah, I'm excited. You come into this game with a four-game scoring streak going. You had a shorthanded goal on Wednesday night against Norfolk. Uh, what's been really clicking for you here recently? Um, I'm just trying to keep it simple. Um, try to stick to my game. You know, just gotta work hard and uh, and and find my spots and take advantage of my opportunities. How good has it been this year to largely be healthy after you had to deal with a lot of injuries last year? It just kind of felt like last season you never could catch a break. When you'd recover from one, you'd get uh, you'd end up uh, having to miss a lot again. How nice has it been to be back in the lineup and be able to play a lot this season? Yeah, I really uh, made that emphasis this year to make sure I'm, I'm keeping my body healthy and doing whatever I can to uh, to make sure I do. Do stay in the lineup for as many games as I can. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been good so far. Knock on wood, but, um, yeah, it's going good. I just got to keep it going and keep focusing on taking care of my body and just, just keep playing hard. How hard was it last year to miss as much as you did? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's never fun sitting out, especially when you, when you have two injuries like I did last year that, uh, you're out for an extended period of time. So um, it feels really good this year to just be a part of it, being being in the lineup every night and, and being with my teammates on the bench rather than, than in the stands watching. What does it mean to you to wear the A on your chest and be chosen by your teammates to to wear a letter? Uh, it really is an honor. Um, I've, worn, I've worn a couple of A's in the past, but um, it's the first one pro hockey, so it's uh, it, it feels good. I, I, I take advantage of the opportunity and, and be the leader that I know I am. Uh, describe that role that you have as the net front presence in the power play. You've scored six goals this year. Five of them have come on the power play, and you had a shorty against Norfolk. Almost had another as well uh, with the post. But uh, describe that role that you have on the power play and and how you've been able to be successful there. Oh uh, yeah, I mean this is this first year I've actually played net front, and uh, not the biggest body, but you know I I, I just need to take take away the goalie's eyes, and I think I have a uh, good stick stick skills to to tip pucks and, and get rebounds in tight and, and bury them home. So it's been working out. And so hopefully we uh, bounce back from our last game and, and come out and bury our power play opportunities like we know we can. Well, you look at the talent in that group that you're out there with, with Jared Thomas and when he's here, Mike Lee and, uh, and Craig Head as well. And, uh, and now you move Keone to that uh, quarterback position. How nice is it to be part of such a skilled unit that uh, that can really make things not easy for you, but uh, allow you to play that role in front? Oh yeah, it makes it it makes it way easier when when pucks are coming my way, when uh, when they're making plays, moving the puck, and 
when you have five guys that that can all can all create opportunities and create offense, it uh, it makes it easy. This is your third year as a pro. Uh, how much has your game grown in each year that you've been professional? Oh yeah, I, I think it's I think it's been growing a lot. I mean, last year, like we talked about, is was a tough year, but I think uh, those are lessons that I've learned, and um, I think every year that I've been improving, and even now, I, I still think I'm improving, even from the start of the year this year. So, just to keep moving upwards, and um, yeah, just keep progressing. You came into you you came in obviously after a four year career at Wisconsin. How did that prepare you for your professional career, and how much pride did you take in really? Helping turn around that program at Wisconsin and get them back onto a winning uh, a winning track. Yeah, I mean, it's it started with started with a great group of guys, obviously in the locker room that that helped turn that turn that program as it's still it's still turning around here. But um, it's great coaches: Tony Granado, Marcus Siki, Don Granado, all great guys. Mark Strobel, great great um great coaching staff. So yeah, it, it meant a lot. I mean, it's it's really good to see them doing well now. And then you go back a little bit further. You had a chance to win a Clark Cup uh, with with Dubuque as a junior. How special was that? Especially the quality of that league is tremendous. But uh, how special was it to to have the opportunity to win a championship? And how has that helped you throughout your career as you kind of get back into a situation where you've got a long playoff grind potentially ahead? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was my first year junior, so I was uh, 16 going into that. So uh, I always say that I, I grew up really fast. You learn a lot in juniors, and you learn from the older guys. And especially that year, you you I learned how to win because uh, we had we had a great leadership group, and and they kind of carried us along. And obviously, we we won the Clark Cup, so they uh, they kind of paved the way and and taught me some lessons along the way. A native of the Chicago area, how did you get into playing hockey? Uh, actually, my sister is a was professional figure skater, if not close to it. She was really good, and uh, I was always in the rink, but I never wanted to watch her. I wanted to go on the other side of the rink and uh, and watch the hockey players. So that's how I kind of got into it. How much is the influence of the Blackhawks, especially? And I know you had really begun to transition into your junior career right when the Blackhawks Stanley Cup runs began but uh, how much has that really changed the hockey scene in the Chicago area especially the success they've had the last 10 15 years oh yeah I mean it's it's crazy that that cup run that they had those three cups is it's it's grown immensely I mean even just my friends in high school even started paying attention to hockey a little more like it's 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 grown a lot more and I think I think the Blackhawks definitely have a lot to do with that what has been your favorite thing about being an indie so far? I mean, it's just we have a great group of guys, and 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 what we have in India is a great setup, and and we all we all get along, and just just I just miss being around the boys. I mean, that's that's what everyone misses in the summer. It's just the guys in the locker room, really. Well, and you look at that and this group of guys you've had, whether it's been indie or in college or junior or wherever. What's been a favorite moment or a favorite memory from your uh, your hockey career? I mean, I got to go back to that Clark Cup. Uh, I mean, there's nothing like winning a championship, so that is that's ingrained in me, and I I really can't forget that moment. Yeah, that was such a such a good team that you had too in Dubuque, and at, at any level, whether it be college, pro, junior, what's been your favorite road city and your favorite road rank to play in? Ooh, it's a tough one. Um, I think 
Yost Arena, Michigan was always a really fun place to play. Um, and I think, well, actually my all-time, my all-time favorite is probably North Dakota. I think that, that building is just beautiful and packed even in warm-ups. And it's just a, it's just an atmosphere that you don't, you won't really see anywhere else. So you mentioned playing in the Big Ten where you've got Yost, you've got, uh, great fans in Wisconsin at the Kohl Center and, uh, and it, really all the different ranks of the Big Ten, and then you get the opportunity to play at places like North Dakota. What is that like as a player to have that college atmosphere and play in front of packed ranks? I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's incredible. It's, I mean, that's, that's why we play. We play, play to have those experiences, and, um, yeah, I mean, it's really cool. It's really cool to be able to travel to different places and play in a bunch of different arenas and a bunch of, a bunch of different fans, a bunch of different cities. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. It's been a great ride. What are your goals for the rest of the year? Uh, we want to get back to the playoff team that we know we are and um, push towards that and push to win a championship. I think that's everyone's goal. But um, obviously that starts with winning hockey games and stringing them along. So got to start, start today or start Friday, tomorrow in the outdoor game. That is Indy Fuel forward Seamus Malone joining us on the Under the Hood podcast. That was an interview we did a couple of weeks ago. That was an interview we did a couple of weeks ago prior to the Winterfest game in Toledo. Thanks to Seamus for joining us. Comes up to Mondot. He shoots. Scores! Jan Mondot with his second of the game. The Fuel lead it 4 to nothing, And again, some great work by the Fuel. Taken back by Keone Texera. Long stretch pass to Jan Mondot. He's got a clear breakaway. Backhand, forehand, score! Jan Mondot with the breakaway goal. Puts the fuel up one to nothing on a great stretch pass. We've seen a lot of moments like that from Jan Mondot already. Five goals and nine assists in 11 games with the fuel. And I think he's just getting started. You can hear his infectious enthusiasm as he just loves coming to the rink in this interview. Jan is a sixth-year professional. He's been playing the last four years in his home country, the Czech Republic, or what is now being known as Czechia, officially in the hockey world, and had the opportunity to come over here to the ECHL and has been playing really, really well. This is actually his second stint in North America. He played junior hockey in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League and then also played a couple of seasons in the American Hockey League in the New Jersey Devils organization before returning home. And then the circumstances led to the opportunity for him to come here. And he's been a great fit, both in the locker room, on the ice, and in the community as well. So here's our conversation with Fuel Forward, Jan Mondot. Describe what this last month has been like for you here with the Fuel and how you've gotten acclimated to a new team and a new league. Uh, hey, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, first of all, I'm just happy to be back playing hockey. And uh, with Andy giving me an opportunity to to come back to pro hockey, it's, uh, it's, I'm such a grateful for that. And, um, you know, the guys, uh, the guys in the locker room, the coaching staff, Everyone been nothing but like you know I was just having pleasure with them and like it, it's so nice to be around the guys again and all the guys all the players are very nice to me you know we, we I, I really enjoy to be around them and uh, you know just just happy to be back and playing some hockey. Yeah, you mentioned that opportunity to come back and play and have you really been 
just enjoying this opportunity and really cherishing each game that you get a chance to play? Oh yeah, exactly. And you know, these little moments, like I feel like if you, if you don't play hockey for a year, you're going to appreciate it enough. So like these little things, like only coming to the locker room in the morning, you know, just chatting with the guys, going for practice and these little things, like you just, you just cheers that so, so much more than you would normally, you know, like, I, I feel like it's the same for the guys who are injured for, for, for some period of time and then they come back, you know, you just appreciate every moment much more than like you would actually do when you were playing for, I don't know, many years, uh, many years in the league or something. Uh, one thing I've, I've heard from a lot of guys that come into Indy is how good the room is and how, good a group of players and people that that is here and how have you really fit in with with this group of guys oh yeah as i said it's unbelievable like uh you know before before i came over i uh, i did some research i i reached to a couple guys that i play with in american hockey league and they've been through uh the east coast league as well so I did a little research. I uh, I asked about Indy, and they said nothing but good things about it. You know, like uh, the locker room is unbelievable. It's probably better than I had when I was playing in the American League, and uh, the arena is beautiful. We uh, for the the apartments for the guys that we are living in. It's um, like it's it's very nice, and all the all all the guys like group of players are, are just like such good people and. And uh, even uh, all the guys being around, like uh, not only players, you know, but like coaching staff and the front office and everyone, been nothing but good to me. So I, I really love it here. Coming back to the North American game after playing in Europe for the last five years, what's the adjustment like playing on the smaller ice surface? Um, I mean, it's a little bit more, it's more physical, right? Like in, in Europe, the ice surface is uh, so much bigger. So like, you don't hit as much, but uh, uh, I was actually surprised by uh, how good the league is. Uh, you know, when I was playing, as I said, in the American Hockey League, I thought it was a good hockey, uh, good league, but uh, I didn't know that, like, East Coast Hockey League is very good, too, as well. Like, uh, the, the biggest difference would be probably just, like, here you don't need to skate as much because the ice surface is smaller, but but uh, there's a lot of guys with a scale here, Um but as I said, like the, the biggest difference would be probably the ice surface. Just you know, in, in Europe you have to skate much more because the ice is so much bigger. And uh, but also like you got more space to you know create and stuff here. Uh, you don't. But uh, but uh, as I said, like the the, the guys in, on our team are very skilled and uh, I very like I really like it here. It seems like you've been able to develop chemistry no matter who you're skating with, whether you're skating with Seamus and Darian or uh, Jared and Spencer. Uh, what's it been like to play with, with the high skill guys that you've had the opportunity to play with so far? Oh, yeah. So I think I played uh, like seven or eight games with, uh, with Jared and um, Fwadi. Yeah, we, we built a lot of chemistry there, but uh, the coach decided that the last game uh, I was playing with Shay and Craggy and that worked out as well. Like, I mean, it's really easy for me to adjust with these guys. Like, you know, I like to talk a lot on a bench. I, I, I like to, a lot of communication. So uh, I don't think uh, I would be, it would be hard to play with anyone here. You know, every, everyone is very skilled. Every every player here is very good. So, uh, I mean, playing with uh, with uh, JT, you know, he's a, he, he can pass the puck so, so nicely. And uh, uh, actually, like Swati, 
you know, he's a he's the top scorer. Like he, he knows how to bury bury the, the puck. So yeah, it was pretty nice to play with these two. But I mean, last game when I was playing with Shay and uh, and Craigie, we we actually we played pretty good, I think. And uh, Shay scored two goals in that game. So I mean, uh, yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. You've had the opportunity to play. It's the time of year the World Junior Championships are going on. I know they didn't happen this year. I know you've because you've had the opportunity to play. I know how much you probably felt for those players not being able to to finish the tournament. But what was that experience like for you to play for Czechia back in 2015 with a really really good group of guys and David Pasternak and Jakob Vrana and a number of other just outstanding players have gone on to have some really good NHL careers. Oh yeah, as you said, uh I feel so bad for these guys. You know, it's it's for these guys it's probably like last chance to play the 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 like the probably the best tournament in the world, you know, for them and uh for some of these guys it's like the most they can actually reach, you know, like you you get the last chance, so especially when it's over in in United States or in Canada. You know, like there's so many scouts and agents or whatever, like they can pick you up. Like this is this is the chance that like you can you can show up. I feel so bad for these guys. And uh, as you said, like all year, uh, it was something special. We played in Toronto and Montreal, and uh, yeah, our team was stacked. Like uh, you don't you don't really you know you don't really realize that by that time because you are 19 year olds, you don't know that these guys gonna have such a careers. As you said, uh, Jacob Rana, David Pasternak, Dominic Kulalik playing for Blackhawks now. Uh, there was so many, so many guys. And the tournament was unbelievable. It's the best experience in my life that I had, you know, especially that year. There were so many talented guys that I played against. Like on Team America was Austin Matthews, Jack Eichel, you know, Alex Debrinka. Then uh, in Canada, you got McDavid, uh, Ty, uh, Max Domi, and all these guys, you know, also. It was special. It was a very special, special tournament for me. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of uh, sad that the tournament is so short because it's only like ten days. So you you gotta like really you know stay in the moment and and enjoy everything you can. But uh, you know, to represent the country, it's always it's always great. And what does it mean to wear your nation's colors and and do that? And really, at any level, whether you play at the senior level in the World Championships or in the World Juniors or at any other tournament? Oh, yeah. So, actually, last year, just before uh, whatever happened to me, uh, I actually got to play my first pro game for national team. And that was very special, too. But, like, every time, you know, you, you get the call to play for your nation, it's so special. Like, you, you, you just feel the pride and, uh, you know, you just want to, you just want to battle for for your country, and uh, and uh, it's such an honor, you know. Anytime, anytime I would get a call, I would go right away. There's there's no questions asked. You came over to North America as a 17 year old, played a couple of years of junior in the Quebec Major Junior League before playing in the AHL. What drew you to North America that first opportunity, and what was that like coming over here as a teenager to play? Uh, you know, it was it was kind of tough, but uh, I was like really looking forward to it and uh the funny fact about it is that i was taking some english classes before i came and i went to quebec right so there's <laughs> yeah. all my french everyone <laughs> so uh just threw it off my window you know and uh yeah, it was funny so but at the same time you know uh so i was playing for victoria Tigers, and um 
you know, I learned, I learned French there, so I, I can speak fluently French right now. I can speak English. So, you know, by at that point, like, that was, you know, it's huge for me. You know, you it's not only always about the hockey, right? Like, you, you met some people, you you learn languages. So, uh, at, the, at the start, I was very scared because you don't know what, what to expect. But uh, the first year, the guys were nothing but great as well, you know, uh, they helped me a lot at the, at the beginning and I had another Czech guy on the team so that helped me a lot too, who was already there for like two years so he showed me around the city you know, he was driving me all the time, we spent a lot of time together so that, that helped a lot You had a chance as well to be an alternate captain in in, in junior and then also wear an A in, in Czechia when you were playing professionally, what does that mean to you to be a leader on your team and to be able to wear a letter? Oh, it means a lot, you know. Uh, it it doesn't necessarily be needs you. You don't necessarily need to have a letter on your jersey to be a leader. But I mean, I try to get into a role here, where you know uh, I'm probably one of the older guys here, and I have some experiences. So I just want to like uh, you know be a good leader for the for the team, and and I feel like I'm a natural leader. Like no one needs to push me into a situation where I need to lead. It just it just, you know, I just feel it. I feel it in a moment. And uh, even the guys here, I already spoke uh, spoke about it. It's not that far ago, and not that long ago. And they already told me, like, yo, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta speak more because, like, everything you say, like, it makes sense, you know, and stuff. So, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it here as well, you know, to, to you know, take a little bit part of that. But uh, we got a lot of good leaders on our team as well. So, I mean, anyway, I can chip in. Uh, I, I will. What's been your favorite moment from your hockey career, just at any level and at, at any time? Is there a game or a, a night that stands out? Uh, so, as we said, probably the World Juniors, but then as well, uh, probably my first pro game in North America, uh, playing in the AHL. Uh, you know, I didn't play much. I was on the fourth line, but uh, I played like three minutes, and we have won three-two against Utica, and I scored the game-winning goal. I like that was my one shot on net throughout the game, and you know, I uh, I, I was first star of the game, and uh, you know, that was like the first moment that I was like, okay, this is happening, and uh, you know, ever since that, I just just took off. But uh, yeah, that that was probably the moment where where I was like. I, I remember how happy I was, you know, after the game, I was getting all the text messages from my parents, from my, from my family, from, from my agent, and everyone was like, yo, you did it, like, this is it, like, you are in, so, yeah, that would be, that would be probably the one game. What are your goals for the rest of the year? Uh, for sure, make the playoffs, uh, you know, that's, that's why I came, before I came, I talked to Dougie about it, uh, I, I want to make the playoffs for sure, and uh, that's, I think that's our goal as a team. Uh, and my uh, my personal, I don't really have any uh, because I'm just you know glad I can play hockey again and you know stay hockey as much as I can. That's Jan Mondot joining us on this edition of Under the Hood. That was an interview we did last week prior to the Fuels game against the Wheeling Nailers, and he has continued his really strong play. Had a pair of goals on Friday night against Wheeling, and then on Saturday night as well, he has continued to do some good things, had an assist, has two goals and three assists in his last 
three games since the calendar has flipped to 2022. Lots of great opportunities to see the fuel coming up. Friday night, they'll be in Fort Wayne. That's January 14th. And then January 15th, Saturday night, it's Hockey Fights Cancer Night, one of the really special nights that we have. 7.05 p.m., the puck drops as the fuel take on the Iowa Heartlanders. The Heartlanders also here for a Sunday matinee, 3.05 p.m. on the 16th, as the fuel and Heartlanders will match up for Kids Club Takeover and another Family Fun Day. And then the following weekend, on Friday the 21st, the Cincinnati Cyclones are in town. And on Saturday the 22nd, the Fuel will take on the Kalamazoo Wings for Blackhawks Night. We always have some special guests and a lot of fun when we host Blackhawks Night. That is on Saturday the 22nd, 7.05 p.m. The puck drops. And then looking further forward, it's Throwback Night on Friday the 28th as the Fuel take on Toledo, and we are looking forward to that one as well. You can get your tickets for all of those upcoming home games at any Ticketmaster outlet, as well as the Indiana Farmers Coliseum box office. And as always, you can get ticket information by visiting IndieFuelHockey.com. want to thank you for joining us on this edition of Under the Hood. Also, thank Seamus Malone and Jan Mondot for their time in conversation. I am Andrew Smith. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going Under the Hood with the Indie Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndieFuelHockey.com.